Hello everyone, this is Art Gelwix, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of Being Productive. Since we're all about being efficient and effective at work and at home, let's get started. I'd like to take 10 minutes today to talk about being productive without using technology. Now, this may sound counterintuitive to most of the things I talk about on this show, but this happened to be a unique case that a non-technology solution was actually a perfect fit. And the case happened to be for my 81-year-old mother. One of the things we've been dealing with over the past couple of months is a sudden increase in the amount of information that she has to keep track of. Not only things to recall and reference, but also things to act on and things to take care of even further into the future than she was planning on initially. Now, those of us who are technology geeks, we would immediately turn to some sort of a tool-based solution, maybe a tool like Todoist or OneNote or Notion, something that could keep track of the notes for us, capture the information, generate reminders, and basically do a lot of the management work for us. Unfortunately, my mom's not very technology savvy, as she is ready to readily recommend and report to anyone who asks. So I needed an answer that would provide her the same basic capabilities without having to worry about, does it need a keyboard? Does it need a screen? Does it need an internet connection? So I fell back on one of the old standards, which is Ryder Carroll's bullet journaling. See, mom's an old hand at taking notes and capturing notes. She keeps notebooks of everything. Uh, she keeps everything organized by paper and pencil. In many cases, it, that's often what causes the problem. Uh, we'll talk about those things in later episodes. But for this case, I needed to give her a structure that would take her natural instinct to take notes and help her to organize it in a way that was actionable. And the bullet journal was a perfect solution to that. Now, if you haven't taken a look at Burke bullet journaling. Again, it's Ryder Carroll. Uh, you can look it up. I believe the URL is bulletjournal.com. If not, you can certainly search on it. But the basic premise is by using an analog notebook, you're able to track things that have to be done on a monthly basis. On a daily basis, you're able to track actions, events, and notes all within the same notebook structure you're pretty much creating one trusted notebook for all of the information you need to act on. That way, you're following the tenets of capturing everything, processing the information that you need right away, and then being able to report it back to yourself in multiple circumstances, whether it's on a given day or in the future, so that you know everything's getting taken care of. It's a wonderfully elegant structure to be able to put that in front of someone like my mother who is naturally paper-based and have it match up with her normal instincts. Now, as I said, 
My mother's 81. She grew up in that time period prior to technology. But it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the only time that this would be applicable. A lot of people are much more comfortable operating in an analog mode. And I will readily admit, I take as many handwritten notes as I do digital notes. I get a lot of funny looks when I do that. I'll get technology people who say, well, why are you doing double work? Why don't you just capture it straight into the computer? And honestly, I used to try and make the argument, well, it's more efficient for me this way. I don't make that argument anymore. The answer to me is quite simple. I'm happiest this way. I'm most comfortable with this process. Sometimes capturing it on paper, sometimes capturing it handwritten, sometimes typing it in. You always have to think about what is the system that you're going to use. Because if you're going to use it, that's the system that's going to work for you. Now let's talk about how we put this into effect for her. The first step I had was I gave her a notebook. Now you're probably wondering, I said earlier that she's a note taker just by instinct. She's got notebooks all over the place. She's got paper all over the place. And that's absolutely true. But by giving her a notebook specifically for this purpose, it helped me kind of frame her mind around what the purpose of this exercise was. Not trying to work it into what she's already doing, but that this has a special objective. The second step was to introduce to her the three most basic parts of the bullet journal system, which is capturing a task, capturing an event, and capturing a note. And then being able to associate those with things that she's already doing and notes she's already taking. Those she picked up immediately because there's a natural parallel to other structures she was using before we got started. The next step was to show her the ability to take notes focused around each day and using the notebook to create day pages and capture the notes on a day and expand the thinking beyond just actionable items to just general notations, how she was feeling that day, an idea she had, or something she saw on TV that she wanted to remember. Part of the purpose of doing this was to get her over the hump of thinking that she couldn't trust her memory by getting her to understand that no one can trust their memory. Everyone should be capturing as much as they can so they don't have to waste valuable mental real estate on things that really just can be easily looked up. So after we went through and looked at those three basic tenants, and then we started looking at capturing day activities, then I showed her how to set up a month log in the beginning of the notebook. So she had the 31 days for January and the 28 days for February, and that sort started working through those structures and showed her how it was adaptable. It wasn't that there was a rule set she had to follow. It's that it was a concept, being able to have those day entries in the month breakout and be able to capture ticklers so that she knows in August when she gets to that section that she has to have her car inspected, for example. Those are the types of things that could potentially slip through the cracks and now aren't a risk. It created a greater sense of comfort for her. Then I started showing her some of the tricks of the bullet journaling system. For example, numbering all the pages 
And then when you complete a page, actually putting the number of the next page you're carrying over to at the bottom of the one you finished, kind of the way an article works in the newspaper. That type of a process, you could see the light bulb going on in her head. It's a natural fit, but it answered that doubt that she had already come to is, how do I keep this organized? How do I find my stuff? And then finally adding an index in the back of the notebook to be able to reference all the pages. These all went back to natural parallels and common examples and analogs to her world that made it easy to pick up. And I think this works for a lot of people, especially older people, who have come up in this type of thinking. As I said before, I use bullet journaling myself quite a bit. I use it in, on a daily basis. I use it for planning. I even use it on project execution, but that's a whole different conversation. But the premise of this was not so much to get her organized. She's a very organized person. The real key was to give her confidence. And we have to look at our productivity systems as being just that. Our productivity systems should give us confidence in the ability to live day to day at home, at work, knowing that we're going to be able to be successful and execute the things that we need to do. If we can't trust our systems to give us, give us that level of confidence, they're not working for us, they're working against us. So it's still early days for bullet journaling and my mom, but I think it's got a lot of potential for her. And if you find yourself in the same type of a situation, when you're dealing with someone who's not a technology type person, I highly recommend you look at something like a bullet journal as a way to give them confidence in their ability to be productive. Thanks for listening today. If you found this interesting and useful and you'd like to hear more, make sure you subscribe to Being Productive on the podcast app of your choice so you never miss an episode. We'd also love it if you'd become a supporter of the show by using the link in the show notes. Also, please like and share this and other episodes so we can help as many people as possible in being productive. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time.